Hey friends, and welcome to episode 126 of It's About Time, a podcast sharing stories and strategies to inspire better work, life, and balance. I'm your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick, and in today's episode, I'm challenging the idea of productivity. Yes, I might be a time management coach, but I definitely don't believe in productivity for the sake of productivity. I mean, what's the point of doing something faster or getting more things checked off your to-do list if you're not even doing the right things? So often, we get caught up on moving from one thing to the next and getting things done that we don't take the time to ask ourselves if what we're doing is even necessary or worth it. So today, we're talking about why being more productive isn't always the answer to getting things done. I'll share how to know if you're spending your time where it counts. You'll hear three simple methods for prioritizing pretty much everything and what to do when prioritizing feels impossible. And because I know you're probably making the most of your time and you're listening in the car while you're running errands or you're doing stuff around the house, I know it might be a little inconvenient for you to stop what you're doing and take notes. Don't worry, I've got you covered. You can find all the details from this episode over in the show notes, plus links to any of the resources I'll mention. Today's show notes can be found over at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 126. All right, it's about time we get started, so let's get this show on the road. You're listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Around here, we believe that busy is not a badge of honor. Your host, Anna Dearman Cornick, is here to share tips and strategies to help you make the most of your time. Listen in on real conversations and success stories to find out how other go-getters are getting things done. If you're ready to step away from the overwhelm and spend your time on what matters most, then you're in the right place. Here's your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick. What does it actually mean to be more productive? And why should we aspire to be more productive? A lot of times when we think of productivity, we picture planners and calendars. We picture to-do list apps and notepads with checkboxes. We imagine ourselves focused with fingertips tapping away on a keyboard, knocking out tasks, and making progress on projects. Productivity is actually defined as a measure of economic performance that compares the amount of goods and services produced output with the amount of inputs used to produce those goods and services. Well, that seems really dry. I don't know about you, but I have definitely believed the lie that being more productive would solve all of my problems. If only I could be more productive, work quicker, more accurately, then I'd have more time to spend doing whatever I want. But when it comes down to it, productivity alone won't give you the life you want. Because we can work faster, we can be more efficient, we can knock more stuff off of our to-do lists and do the errands and get things done. But if we're not doing the right things, then none of it really matters, does it? Aspiring to be more productive is awesome when you can very clearly answer the question, why? Why do I want to be more productive? Here are a few more questions to consider. 
What does being more productive mean for me and my life? What will being more productive give me? What would it actually look like to be more productive? Aiming to be more productive without having a clear purpose is just going to help you spin your wheels even faster without really getting anywhere. Simply being more productive isn't always the answer to getting things done or creating the life you want. But productivity with a clear purpose can be the beginning of something magical. And productivity with clear priorities is even better. So how can you know if you're spending your time where it counts or if you're just spinning your wheels? Chances are you can feel when you're spending your time on what matters. You feel more fulfilled. You end your days feeling accomplished rather than deflated or defeated. And you feel motivated to keep taking more steps in the right direction. But if you're thinking, I definitely don't feel like that, but I'm not sure where my time is going. The best way to answer that question is by diving in and doing a time study. A time study is simply tracking how you spend your time. I love to encourage my time management coaching clients to do a time study whenever we first begin working together. It provides amazing awareness about where your time is going, and it can really reveal blind spots that you might not have realized as you move through your day-to-day. Here's how it works. Grab a notebook or use an app like Toggle, and I'll link it in the show notes. It's spelled T-O-G-G-L. Or you could even use an Excel spreadsheet or a Google Sheet and track your time in 15-minute increments. Use as much detail as possible without going overboard. For example, instead of just putting that you spent from 5.30 until 6 o'clock on iPhone, be more specific and record scrolling Instagram, checking email and bank account, because that gives more insight and specificity into how you're spending your time. Just putting iPhone doesn't tell the whole story. Or instead of writing that you did work from 9 a.m. until 11 p.m., jot down Zoom meeting with Allie and Casey about growth marketing or research for episode 127. The more specific you can be, the better. So how long should a time study be or how many days should you track? Usually a week is enough to get a clear picture. Sometimes two weeks can be helpful if your schedule cycles a bit, but a week is a really great starting point. A time study, even though it might sound daunting, is one of the best ways to increase your awareness about where your time is going and uncover the reality of whether you're spending your time on what matters. A time study can also show you that you're spending a lot of your time on other people's priorities. It can show you that you're spending time on low-impact work instead of work that really moves the needle. Maybe that needle-moving work is a little bit intimidating and so you're procrastinating it with busy work. It can also show you that you're jumping around, skip hopping from a bunch of different things throughout the day without focusing on anything for an extended amount of time. So as a result, you've got a bunch of half-finished projects staring at you. Okay, y'all, so I know we could all probably use a little more time in our day, right? 
You're no stranger to busy schedules and intentionally filling them up to the brim because you just have so much to get done. But sometimes it feels like you don't really ever have the time to just slow down and enjoy the simple things. Simple things like when my toddlers are giggling and playing nicely together in the backyard, or when a Sunday afternoon nap sounds too good to pass up. We all want more time to enjoy these kinds of things, right? Well, if you love personality quizzes like I do, then you're in for a treat. In my new quiz, which you can take for free at AnnaDCornick.com forward slash quiz, I'm helping you uncover what it will take to get you from chaos to calm, to finally feel like you have space in your days. I know it can feel downright frustrating to keep using the same old time management strategies that just don't seem to work for you. You've got the planners, the calendars, apps, you're doing all the things, but you still feel like you have no time. And that's because you need time management strategies that work for your personality and your life. In my 10 plus years working in crisis communications and chaos management, in all the time I've spent with my clients, I've learned that everyone has their own needs. And knowing what those needs are can really help you discover the best approach to planning your days. Knowing yourself can help you ease up busy schedules, and find more calm and clarity in your week. Do you wanna know how to get there? To have more breathing room in your days? Let's figure out your time management personality type so you can uncover exactly what you need to do to feel more productive, less stressed, and more balanced. You can take the quiz at AnnaDCornick.com forward slash quiz, and I'll make sure to link to the quiz in our show notes. All right, on with the show. Once you've got this clear picture, you might realize that your priorities could use a refresh. Maybe it's been a while since you've truly thought through and articulated your current priorities. Priorities are defined as a thing that is regarded as more important than another. So what exactly is most important to you right now? If you're struggling to prioritize, here are three simple methods for prioritizing pretty much anything. First is the Eisenhower Matrix. The Eisenhower Matrix is a decision-making tool created by, you guessed it, President Dwight D. Eisenhower that can help you decide what to do next based on what's urgent and what's important. A lot of times when everything feels important, it can be tough to decide what to do next. Using the Eisenhower matrix, you can decide whether to do something now, defer it for later, delegate it to someone else, or delete it altogether. The second way that you can prioritize is with boulders, big rocks, and pebbles. If you've ever heard my Get a Game Plan workshop, then you are familiar with boulders, big rocks, and pebbles. This is one of my favorite ways to classify priorities because it takes priorities from being something abstract to making them something you can picture very clearly. A big giant boulder that doesn't move even if you push it with all your might. A big rock that you can move around a bit and then lots of little bitty pebbles. Boulders are the things in your life, the priorities that are important but they're not urgent and they help you show up as your best self in life and work. 
Big rocks are important and they're usually urgent. They move the needle in your life and work. They move you forward with projects and things that you want to accomplish. Pebbles are everything else. All of the little insignificant tasks and to-dos that have a tendency to fill up our days. One way to start training yourself to prioritize your daily to-do list is by putting a B, a BR, or a P next to each item on your list. And then tackle the boulders and big rocks first. And third, the clarifying question. One of my favorite personal development books is called The One Thing by Gary Keller and Jay Papasan. In The One Thing, the authors share the clarifying question that can help you decide the next thing to do in any given moment. Here's how it goes. What is the one thing such that by doing it, everything else will be easier or unnecessary? One more time. What is the one thing such that by doing it, everything else will be easier or unnecessary? Asking yourself this question can help you decide what to do next without spinning your wheels on things that aren't as important or impactful. But if you're thinking, Anna, these three methods are good and all, but I'm struggling with my big picture priorities. I feel like I'm in a place where I don't know what I want to do next in my life, not just what to do in the next five minutes. How do I figure out my big life priorities? Well, friend, if that's where you're at right now, it's time to back it up just a bit. Knowing your priorities starts with a clear vision and clear values. When's the last time you thought about what you want your future to look like? Have you articulated your personal core values? If your head is swimming when you try to figure out your big picture life priorities, you've got to revisit your vision or make sure you have one. When you have a vision and when you know your values, choosing your priorities and living them each day comes much easier. And it's when you know your priorities that productivity is actually useful. Because when you know your priorities, you've got a clear purpose. And having a clear purpose makes productivity worthwhile. Because your aim is now to be more efficient, to work faster or more accurately, and to get things done, but it's all on the path to creating the life you envision for yourself. That's when productivity is worth it. Without priorities, without purpose, productivity is basically pointless. So there you have it. Productivity without purpose is pointless. If you're struggling to prioritize, try using the Eisenhower matrix, boulders, big rocks, and pebbles, or the clarifying question to stop spinning your wheels. And if you're struggling with big picture priorities, revisit your vision and values to find your purpose. As always, all the details from today's episode can be found in the show notes at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 126. All right, that's it for today. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'll talk to you soon. 
Thanks for listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Head over to www.abouttimepodcast.com to join the conversation. Check out the show notes and dive into bonus content so you can start living your best life today. Love this episode? Be sure to share it with a friend, subscribe, and leave a review. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you in the next episode.